0: evening and welcome to another episode of Bobcast. Uh, Tonight I'm not in the lounge. Tonight I'm on location. Tonight we're at our friend Cassie's house. Um, We're having a little celebration for our friend Brian Letterman who had uh, passed away uh, last uh, summer. We're all getting together and uh, I figured it'd be a good idea to um, talk to some people here. Maybe we can share some memories um, about Brian and how important he was in all of our lives. Um, This Bobcast is uh, dedicated to the people who couldn't be here tonight with us. uh, That way they may be able to feel as if they were included tonight. Um, Sitting with me in this uh, lovely, um, I guess you would call it a patio, uh, outdoor patio, large TV, very large ceiling, beautiful place, is uh, none other than uh, two close friends, uh, Alyosha Haynes and TJ Wilson. All three of us are really good friends with Brian, so um, basically, I guess tonight's uh, top of conversation is going to be Brian Letterman, and um, perhaps maybe we can start off tonight's Bobcast by talking about maybe uh, a memory or two that we've you know shared with others, but maybe not like as public. Something about Brian that stood out to you is just being like, yeah, this guy was the fucking shit. Um, sitting directly to my right is Al Haynes. I'm going to pass the mic to him, and uh, Al, what can you tell us about Brian Letterman? What
1: kind of guy was he? Ooh, so, that's a, that's a great question, Bob. You know, I have uh, quite a few memories of Brian, and uh, the things that stick out the most is how available he always was. It didn't really matter what was happening. His life, if you wanted to get in touch with Brian, uh, you probably could. And not only that, it wasn't as if he would just kind of say, "What you, what's up? Let's make plans. But if you, if there was something bothering you, or something you were down about, or something that, that you couldn't get off your mind, he was able to kind of lighten the mood for you, just remind you that, that you always had, you always had that friend. And I've said this before. Mm-hmm. I think when we first gathered right after suddenly basically disappeared from our lives back in July, it stuck out the most is how sudden it was blink of an eye, I realized how important presence was, how available his presence always was. That's what sticks out to me, Bob. Memories are more specific, and it's been a few months since I've given it a lot of thought. so particular memories, I, I, suddenly I'm, they're rushing through my mind. I have to decide which one's most important. So hopefully, that answers your first question. That's
0: fine. That's fine, yeah. One of the things I always loved about Brian the most was... Uh, Yeah, his availability to your emotions and basically uh, just how you, you know, like if you were down and out, like he just had like maybe two to three sentences that like he could say to you that felt really great and like he could just be like your mentor your guidance counselor, your dad, your mom, somebody you needed like right at that particular moment. Uh, Pass the mic to TJ. Maybe TJ can uh, share a thought or two. I'm live here, huh?
2: Um, no, you're alive, you're alive. <laughs> alive. I hope I'm alive. Um, Jesus, I hate being put on the spot, but I, I feel like, uh, <clears throat> I've said it about Brian before. I've known him since third grade. Um, since we played Nintendo together, he brought it over a suitcase of Nintendo games, and it made me feel less than you know I was because I had like three games and Brian had like three hundred. But um. Just always, not that he was one upping you, but he was just always so good at everything. Whether it was video games or whether it was being an entrepreneur, without getting too deep into that, you guys know what I mean. But um, just smart, just the smartest motherfucker I've ever known, and um, I can say that the like Gaza shoot this is probably the smartest guy I've ever known in my life. And I just was always like really bummed out that in high school, you know, those unfortunate things happened where he was like the 14th link and got in trouble and that was the guy who was probably going to go to like some Ivy League college and probably be like breaking codes for the government or something, you know, like he was that kind of smart and like, you know, it's weird because like, I don't know, Bob, if you were reading like in the Rolling Stone about Edward Snowden, how he never even graduated high school and was like breaking codes for the government and it made me think of Brian because like Brian was that smart of like a computer guy and probably could have been doing those things and like, uh, was just, just I don't know, just, like, larger than life, I guess, with everything he did, whether it was, like, being a DJ or, like, working on the computer or um, just any job that he did, you know, it's, like, always, I don't want to call it a scheme, but he always had something up his sleeve that was going to make it better, make it easier, like, or he'll make more money. Whether it was legal or not um, is off for debate, but, you know, we all know, it, you know, it was always a good time and always, like, made things more lively and things like that, Um So, I mean, can't get into specific things. There's too many memories, like I was saying, of, like, things to share. It was daily, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, and the last thing that I did with, Yeah, and, like, I always did it... He always, like, would go big with things. Like, last thing we did was we went to a concert together with my brother. And, uh, you know... I immediately saw the, the special on the wall. It was a shot of uh, whiskey for $3, and he looked at me and said, you're going to get fucked up tonight? And I was like, yes, we are, sir, because my brother was driving home, and that's what we did, you know, and uh pretty fucking awesome, you know. As always, we rocked out and uh had the best time of our lives, so I'm glad we uh spent those last days together, you know.
0: Thanks, TJ. I, uh, I guess for, uh, for me, my memories of Bri subside... Uh, with being in the, a band called Delta 9, uh, 1995, uh, Brian said, hey, Bob, you want to start a band? I was like, yeah, I don't know anything about that at all. And he was like, look, just get together. We'll put up a couple songs that we used to, I guess, we practiced at Craig Cromwell's house. We had a band with Kevin Quinn and uh, uh, Crickmore. What's James Crickmore. And uh, basically... It was called Delta 9. We put a bunch of stuff together. For me, um, one of the, the saddest things is that uh, right before you passed away, we were in communication about two things. One, we wanted to put together a hip-hop album. Uh, we also wanted to get Delta 9 back together, perhaps, maybe and do a reunion show at the Grape Street. But for me, like uh, I guess like uh, the 10 years I spent playing in uh, Downtown Harvest, uh, it never would have happened, really, because the bass guitar that I played for still play today is a bass guitar that I was uh, allowed to uh, borrow from uh, Brian. Um, I always thought that the the bass guitar (laughs) I always thought that the bass guitar was uh, Brian's and then I found out years later that it was a bass guitar that was stolen out of a car. But uh, nonetheless, uh, you know, I really I thank Brian for his musical knowledge because he was such a better he he was a better musician than me and and, you know, and like uh, one of the last things He said to me, and he was like, yeah, I really want to work with you again. And, um, you know, I was like, I don't know if I can, Brian. He's like, why? And I was like, well, I don't really think I'm that good. And he was like, dude, you are fucking good. And, like, I don't really take um, criticisms too well. And I I really, I don't have really many friends that I value their opinions. And I remember him saying that to me and just being like, yeah, like, right on. Like, I really felt like, yeah, we're going to do something. And you know, we we still are doing something right now. It's um it's sad that he's not here with us right now, but um I'm glad that we're having this conversation and I'm glad that uh people here tonight are sharing their thoughts on Brian Letterman. Ten thirty seven Bobcast, tonight's theme B cast. Um Let me ask you a question, uh Al. Um do you remember the last conversation you had with Brian?
1: Yeah, I remember the last time I saw Brian. I do. Uh, we were actually in, uh, we were at Ninth and Catherine. A little bar there. Catherine, I think. One block up from uh, 12 Steps. Another bar. Non-smoky bar. I was happy about that. But, uh, and I was with Steve. Um, I think Aaron was there, the guy who's here tonight. Uh, Aaron. And uh, he came in to meet up with us, I guess. And the funniest thing happened. I was, like, ordering food, and, and he uh, decided to get food, too, and he ordered, like, the same thing. He seemed a little bit edgy, actually, on that night, you know. Um, it was, like, the Thursday, I think, before that weekend. So it was just a couple days before before he disappeared, is how I put it, you know, because that's what it feels like even now. He's just so damn young. Crazy. Um, but, yeah, he... Unexpected, really. But yeah, so he decided he was going to, and I was getting, I was into salad, man. And I was always getting like a sandwich, but with salad. I wouldn't get the fries. And he gets the sandwich and he decides to get the salad, which I'd never seen him do like in my life. And I was like, either he was messing with me or he was like saying, you know, it was like sort of uh, camaraderie or something. But it, it actually, that little, those are the types of little things that he would do that would uh, that would just make you laugh, really. Um, and just, you know, relate. It was like a family thing, you know? And he knew me well enough to know that by doing that, he would get a reaction out of me, whether it be positive or inquisitive. Yeah, he, he knew that him. it would be it would be uh, all good, and, and really it was, it was confirmation, man, that we, we knew each other well enough. And just a couple of days later, man, it was like, leaving messages on his phone, like, what is happening, you know? what a what a unique experience it's been man and uh I miss him, and all through that year, really reconnected with Brian, so it meant a lot to me to have him as a friend again, really coming out of what he did uh during a time where where that was important for me also so that was what I remember last about about seeing him, but really it was that whole year, man the whole year was was uh was memorable all that, all last, all this past year up until July, you know, from July to July. And, yeah, Thanks for
0: asking me. No problem. Um, I guess the last time that I, I spoke to Bry, we were at the boathouse with Drew Reed. He's probably listening to this Bobcast right now. And uh, we had a great time that night. And I remember specifically that night, I was like, Bry, you want to come back to my house? And he was like, I got to get home. I got to go work. But I got mad love for you. I love you, Bob. And that's the one thing I always loved about talking to Bry is that we always just said, you know, I love you, I love you, I love you. So I'm really thankful that the last time we were together that he said, uh, I love you. Um, TJ, um, TJ, would you care to uh, talk about the last time, last conversation, last um, communication with B? All
2: right, well... Um went to a concert, went to see Dick play. Um, it was me, Brian, and my brother, Andrew. It was on June fourteenth, two 2013, and um, it was in Asbury Park near Belmar, so it wasn't right down the street, so it was about a two-hour ride to get there. And the whole time... Um, on the ride there was pretty fucking awesome because um, we plugged Brian's phone into, um, you know, the radio. Well, actually, it was uh, Bluetooth. You know, Brian automatically, like, right off the bat, was, like, the whole two-hour ride was, like, ridiculous because he played um, all this great, like, kind of, like, underground hip-hop, like, Bad Lib and J Dilla, and he loved Action Bronson, as you guys know. Just played all this crazy, like hip-hop that, like, people know about, but, like, it's not really mainstream, but it's, like, just so quality, and, like, it really goes back to, um, kind of, like, the theme with Brian that's always been there, is, like, anytime I wanted to know about good music, like, especially hip-hop, I would go to Brian for it, because he was, like, such an expert on it, and he just studied it so much, and was just such, like, a kind of a love of his and such a passion which was good music. So, you know, that whole that whole ride there with my brother and my brother Subaru was uh just all this great like kind of underground hip hop that he was playing like through the radio, through Bluetooth and like just fucking loved like just being a DJ, even if it was like a two hour car ride. And then we got to the show which wasn't hip hop, it was a rock and roll show, this band called Deer Tick, which is pretty fucking awesome also. And it just kinda go to the show that like Brian loved kind of every genre, you know, and um, it was cool because I um, had gotten three tickets, and uh, one for me, one for my brother, and one for my other buddy. Well, my other friend Travis was having a baby, and um, he was doing the nursery, and it turned out he had all this extra work to do so he couldn't go. So the guy that I asked was Brian. Um, Letterman was always like kind of like my backup friend to say, I got this extra ticket to want to go see this show. Even if he didn't know the music a lot, he was always game because he loved the music. And it was just kind of a fortunate accident because my friend couldn't go. But I asked Brian to go, and Brian went, and it was the last time I got to see Brian. So it was a pretty amazing kind of like um, fortunate series of events, like what do you call it, serendipity, like kind of a for, uh, fortunate accident that he got to go, and that was the last time that we spent time together and had some drinks and listened to some great music and just like rocked out. Um, for one last time, and you know, two weeks later, um, everything happened, and uh, like, as everybody knows the story, and uh, you know, and uh, that was the last great time we had together, but you know, I don't remember exact words that he shared with me and my brother, but whatever it was, it was cool, and we had a good time, we laughed our fucking asses off, and we rocked out, so I think that's what's important, you know, here you go, Bob.
0: <laughs> Bobcast 1044 in the evening. Retitled B-Cast for this evening, sitting in the couch at Cassie Thomas's house, uh, just talking with friends, uh, remembering Brian Letterman. Um, somebody walking into the room right now, a good friend of him. His was uh, a guest on the uh, two Bobcasts ago. Steve Branstow uh, basically um, Steve. Yeah, Bobcasting is a verb. It's an action. It's an action for B uh, tonight. Uh, Steve, we're talking about uh, just thoughts, memories. Maybe even the last time you spoke with Bri. Um, anything you'd like to share tonight about Bry?
3: Yeah. Well. Oh, it's got to be real close. I had the unfortunate luck of losing three friends this year. And two of them... One I hadn't seen in a long time. And two of them... The last time I saw them, actually... I'm not going to go as far to say that like words were spoken in anger. But it wasn't a situation where... We were left with a good night together. The last time I saw Brian was with Al. Yeah, yeah. Drew Holiday got traded. I was not happy with the NBA draft, and yeah, we just like didn't have nice words for each other. I don't know. Like, I ordered a round of shots, and like he like said something that got on my nerves, and. That's how the night ended. I wish it was a great story, you know? I wish it was, like...
1: What about memory? What about
3: another memory? I miss about rhyme. Well, I mean, not to continue to be a little sappy about it, but, like, you know, having a baby now and buying a house and all that stuff, I mean, it kind of... It adds up quick. You know, it's like... I don't know how to change a, a widget in a widget configurator in a house. You know, I don't know those things. So it's like, you know, if I would have had a problem at my house, like Brian Letterman would have came over and fixed it for me. He would have helped, yeah. Yeah, and he would have been there to help ongoing, and he would have been super happy for us about the baby and all that stuff. So it's like, yeah, you know, that that go on
0: and on. Bobcast 1046, retitled B-Cast. sitting on the couch in Cassie Thomas's house. Uh, that concludes uh, part one. Uh, we'll try to get some other guests out here to share their memories about Bri. Much love to his memory. We miss you. Picking up where we left off, 1201 Bobcast. With you, as always, is Bob sitting with me on the couch on location at Cassie Thomas's house is Brian's friend, Julia Sussman. Continuing with the trend of uh, topics tonight, we're talking about uh, memories of Brian Letterman. We're also talking about perhaps last conversations. We're also just talking about sentiments and how much we loved him. Um... Julia and I have been friends for years. Um, Julia and Brian uh, also friends for years. Julia, uh, what stands out to you uh, the most when you think about the memory of Brian Letterman?
4: Um, I oh, it's uh, it's hard to talk about what stands out most. Um, TJ just walked in next to me and is sitting with a pile of bacon. On a leather
0: couch. <laughs> bacon <laughs> on a leather couch.
4: <laughs> um I Brian just kind of became a like you know, one of those rare friends that it's like all of a sudden you just follow and fall into each other's heart and you know at any moment you're with somebody who is Completely connected to and trusts you and and respond with and be with anything you say um, and you can be with anything they say that there's nothing taboo, nothing wrong. Um, everything was right, and I don't know why I want to say this here, maybe because sort of because it's recorded or important, it's like it lets it off me, but my last conversation with Brian, he asked me why he wasn't invited to my wedding, and, um, I think about that all the time, because I, I loved him more than anybody, and I think I just really had a hard time with him getting sick, and my not being able to do anything for him, and. Um, losing person I loved so much and I hate that I kind of wasn't able to be as patient as maybe I'd like. Um, but I expect a lot from him and he always gave me a lot. But I think when I lost that it was really shocking. And um, now that he's gone, it just fucking sucks. So, uh,
0: that's it. I, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Very well uh, spoken. Um, I'm sure that Brian was there with you on your wedding day, and I'm sure that Brian is here with us right now as we sit on this couch. 12 04 a.m., Bobcast, Bcast, retitled for this evening, <laughs> talking about all things Brian Letterman. Uh, Cue the Wu-Tang Bob Wu-Tang Clan was uh, one of uh, Brian's favorite things in the world Basically uh, we're sitting here, also somebody just walked into the room right now, his name's Pete Stevenson let's see if we can get him to say a word or two about uh, memories of uh, Brian Letterman Pete, just give us about three to four sentences pretend it's an English essay, you're back in 12th grade Brian Letterman, all things anything that stands out to you, what do you think? When you talk, I need you to talk like this
5: I got to admit, though, like, I've, I have to admit that Brian Letterman was one of the coolest people I was privileged to actually have as a friend. He was the most caring person that I pretty much ever knew. I remember working at the Plymouth Meeting Mall at Mr. Bulky's. It was a candy store, and Brian was working at Ritz Camera And it was pretty much, when I first started working there, that yeah, he was pretty much on, on his way out of there. But he'd always come over to me at Mr. Balky's. And we would just hang there, eat candy. And then I would literally close down the store. I would go into the back room and just blaze for a little bit. And then he'd go right back. But I'd have to say that, like, Brian Letterman was one of the most unique individuals I had to say that I had the honor of knowing. It's just amazing how he was a good person. Oh, man, like even when we graduated, like when I graduated, I graduated a year after. I'm like when I graduated, I'm like oh, Scarlett, Rick Scarlett was the one who brought me over. Him and Cassie's house, and I was all awkward. You know, it's like, even before I knew TJ and everything, I was like, man, my dude, he just, he, he accepted me with, like, open arms and everything. And then me and Scarlett would always go on our Rambo missions to go steal nitrous tanks for the parties. But I got to admit, he is truly a scholar he was truly a scholar and a gentleman. I always hold him near and dear to my heart. So, I'm going to hand this over now to TJ. Or Alyosha. Alyosha, you want to speak something real quick? I, I I got nothing right now, but... Yeah, I'll hand it to TJ right now so TJ can hand it to Bob. That's some good editing. Good editing. Well, Go
2: time is winding down. Ahead, we are um, still celebrating Brian on his birthday. It was only my birthday um, three days before, and um, I know it's not about me. Stop laughing at me.
0: Sucked.
2: I suck dick for cook, Coke. <laughs> um, but what I'm saying is... <laughs> My birthday being on January seventh and Brian being on January tenth. Um, we all celebrated his birthdays together. This is the first year that we didn't celebrate our birthday Oh my god. I'm not, even, I'm not even I'm not even I'm not even what's funny what's funny is I'm not even like loaded or anything. This is the first year that we didn't even celebrate our birthdays together and um his birthday is January tenth, so his code was always Zero one one zero because his birthday was January tenth. Guess you didn't know that for PlayStation's sake. But um, I don't know what to say. I want to suck dick for Cook. Yeah. What? Oh,
4: oh, drop that
0: man. Well, we, we might have edited it out. Twelve oh nine a.m. Bobcast. With you as always is Bob, and that's tonight's episode. We love you, Brian. We'll see you out there.